Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gaio. I'm Kayla. I'm Thomas. I'm Isaac. I'm Mark. Welcome back. Um, is this? I think this is the third episode with our new camera and like mics and stuff. How are you guys liking? Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, it's, it's so an fun. improvement. I, th- I think it does look a lot better. Also, something you might notice: look, it's a neon sign, Woo! LED light, Teenager Therapy custom LED light. Isn't that incredible? Small changes and the bed lower. Big things, big oh, things coming. It'll keep on I going. I, I mean, they can. Like, they can. Yeah. We're, we're like we're, we're pretty high. Yeah, I like the lower bed a lot more. I think I do like it more. And I think it also makes everything easier because we're not out of frame if one person's too short yeah. and too long. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that sucks though is you guys can't see the carpet, and we're getting a really nice carpet. <laughs> it's those um green checkered ones from like all over Pinterest and stuff. Yeah, exactly excited for it you might not get to see it for a good bit until we do a video but mm-hmm. just know it's there pretend it's already there so this episode uh we want to talk about how we uh, about college and more specifically how we got into some of the top colleges Ooh. even though i say we it's mostly one person yeah but and another <laughs> yeah. hey yeah. Only... we actually <laughs> a few I guess so, yeah. But I would say it's all of us. Uh, I'd say they're I'd just say, being modest. They're nah, being modest. Nah, they're being modest. Berkeley is amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yo, what are these spoilers? Yo, spoilers. Who got into censor Berkeley? that. Yo, censor that. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Anyways, what's it called? Okay, so let's let's start off with the question on everyone's minds. What schools did we get into? This yes. has been a long journey from the episodes we've done about like I wonder what exactly. we'll apply. Yeah. Yeah. We'll and like in. us talking about like mm-hmm. our college essays and stuff. And yeah. Now yeah. that like we we, it's we submitted like... and everything, and we have like our acceptances denials yeah. waitlist and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like we've come a long way. We have. Yes. I remember we said that we were going to um, we were going to. Like, in, in the future, we were going to do an episode and be like, guys, I did get in here. And people oh were like, gosh. oh, my God, can you imagine? <laughs> now, look at us now. I know. <laughs> look at us now. All right. So, let's start off. Um, we're naming off where we got into college. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac, you want to let us know what colleges you applied to? Start us off. Okay. How about we do it? Should we just say, like, the colleges we got into and then get into the stats or do it all at once? I think we should just say the colleges we got okay. into. Do you say the ones we applied to or just... Apply to and then ones you got accepted to. So I applied to... For my Cal States, I applied to... Cal State... Hold on. Cal State LA. Cal State Fullerton. Cal Poly Pomona and Humboldt. Mm. And I got into those. All of them? All of them. Nice. And then UCs was Berkeley, LA, UCI, and... Santa Barbara, I just got into Berkeley. Berkeley. Woo! Very cool. Congratulations. And Berkeley is the one that like you really want to go to because of their right? program. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. that or UCLA. Those but were your two top schools. Yeah, I got into the program I wanted for Berkeley so the Global Management Program. Yeah. <laughs> Another round Another of applause round. for that one. That's like two in one. <laughs> two acceptances. Mark, what about you? Right. So I applied to um Four schools in total, or five schools in total. I applied to uh, Cypress College. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, is that community? It's a community okay. school. Yep, 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 yep. Very local. 
and then I applied to for my Cal States. Um, I applied to only two. Cal State Long Beach and Cal State Fullerton. And I made it to two of those. I made it to both of them. Congratulations. Thank you. And then I applied to uh, two UC schools, UCI and UCLA. And unfortunately, I did not get into any of those schools. It's okay. It's okay, bro. Wait, I have a question. Did you get the waivers for the Cal States and um, the I got the waivers for the Cal States, but... For the um the UC ones, apparently I I didn't, so I had to pay you like to in pay. full. Oh. What? You have to pay? Wait, but yeah. you got the waivers for the Cal States, and you only applied for two. Yeah, I only applied to two because um I I was like super late on um applying oh. for it, and then when I tried to do the uh I tried to apply to Cal Poly Pomona, uh-huh. but um I think like it was too late to apply for the computer science program. Oh, I get so, you. Mm. What's your top school choice? Um, to be honest, I know I've been, I said this like in the past episode too. I was going to take the community college route, but ever since I found out, like you got to do, you got to do like this, um, you got to make sure that the credits are transferable because mm-hmm. if they're not, then you would have to like basically take the class again. And that's something I don't want to do. I don't want to be mm-hmm. in school for doing the same things for a longer amount of time. So I was wondering if like I should just go to a Cal State school so that I can um, it'll it'll go by faster basically. Mm. So I, I still gotta decide between that and it. So I w- I was just choosing either between Cypress, Fullerton, Long mm. Beach. And do we say which one we're like heading towards? Oh, are we gonna? Yeah, did you yeah. do you know? No, I don't. No, I oh. don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just asking the right questions though. Okay, yeah, 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 for sure. But okay. yes. Cool, cool. Wait, Isaac, what about you? Which college um, are you leaning towards? Dude, I was having the same conversation with a friend about what Mark was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, community, it's like two years, right? Uh Uh-huh. But once you transfer, don't you have to do another four? So basically, that's like six? No, I thought you transferred as a junior. Yeah. Oh, the credits. It just depends on which credits um, are transferable. Because some schools won't accept it, which means you have to go take it. I heard some like terrible stories where... All their credits don't transfer, and they yeah. just do like four years or three years. You got to be very meticulous. Like, if you're going to community, I think you have to make sure you talk to a counselor there, admissions, and be like, "What do I need to do? What classes do I need yeah. to take?" Or else you could screw yourself over. Which mm-hmm. is like, uh, it's just another um, stressor. Yeah, another source of stress on your back. Yeah, I think I, I think oh, I just go straight to a Cal State, or I just do Berkeley because I'm trying. I'm still trying to see how what I would do at Berkeley in terms of like living. But that program is attractive. Yeah, I know. You have a big choice to make. That program is attractive. Oh, wait. Can you say what the program is? So, basically, it's called GMP. And, like, it's, like, business and global management. And then you travel. And, like, there's, like, a bunch of programs and stuff. First, you travel to, like, London. I know they travel to, like, Paris. Prague. Somewhere in Switzerland. And, basically, you have, like, a small class. And you guys just go around and you just, just manage and stuff like <laughs> just that. Manage. Manage well, dude, what else cool is I'm looking at videos stuff. and you're literally with like the same class for like like the whole time you're at Berkeley. That seems oh, nice. And imagine yeah. it's like it reminds me of Avid, bro. <laughs> you're just with the same class for like four years. Imagine having a bond like that. That does seem like it would be that really is just, beneficial. That's crazy. And it's and crazy. I'm nice gonna know no one over there. That's true. So imagine I'm gonna be super close with someone yeah. like that, and like what's Sick. what's what's cool about it too. You're gonna make these connections, and then like maybe later down the line, 
you can go like hit up your uh your london classes. friend yo and like, like i'm gonna meet people in other countries real what if we want to go to like paris and i got some homie over there? yo i got someone to stay with wait do you have to pay for this my financially covers it but the only thing that doesn't cover it is part of like the if i want to live in dorms over there so mm. that's why I'm, I'm gonna figure it out what to do yeah all right uh thomas what about you Actually, uh, let me go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Tell us your story. Best for last. Uh, so I applied to I think like five colleges. Um, I applied to UCLA, UC Irvine, UC Riverside, UC Berkeley, and then you and then Stanford USC. and USC. Yeah. Stanford and USC. I think my top school, dream school that like I would love to go to would be Stanford, but unfortunately, since it's so far away. Even on like the incredibly unprecedented chance I get in, I still wouldn't be able to go. Um, but it was just something that like I did just to uh, just for fun, basically. Uh, either get a rejection letter or take a little chance. Uh, suits the soul. And uh, my actual realistic top school would be USC, um, which I think didn't really. Because to be honest, I've never really had like a dream top college. It was just kind of like wherever I get in, whatever campus I like. So, uh, but USC, I think I've recently started to like it more and more. And then after that, I would have been UCLA. And then I, okay. So then I got into, I got into, um, I only got into Berkeley. I got waitlisted at Riverside. Um, yeah, but UCLA, UCI and USC, I was rejected from. Rejected. It was a hard You're gonna appeal, experience. right? Yeah. Oh yes, appeal. I will appeal appeal to USC. We'll see what happens. That's incredibly rare. It's even like there's like a one percent chance I get in through an appeal. And what is that? And you know? might be part of that percentage. I might. They like submit two thousand appeals per year, approximately, and only thirty to fifty people get in. Yeah. So, do I don't guess like local schools with like a higher acceptance rate, like didn't accept but like ones that are further away with the lower accepted like how yeah. does that make sense i didn't really even realize that like uc berkeley is like a really competitive school it's, like, it's, yeah, it's super competitive and just like what in a school wants someone local like what's exactly going on? exactly like and i was really not the candidate for really any school that i applied to to be honest i only had like a 3.6 unweighted gpa in like regular classes so nothing impressive at all um but what school will I go to? Probably a community. If USC like accepts me, I'll go there. If not, I'm gonna go to a community college and then uh, transfer. Or if UC Riverside removes their wait list and they accept me, then I'll go there. Have right. you visited uh, UC Riverside? No, I've only ever visited US- USC and oh. like Cal- like Cal State Fullerton. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, Thomas, what about you? So my admissions were like fucking weird i know like what when i say this is not gonna make any sense but here it goes i applied to 10 schools total i think i applied to um for my cal states i applied to fullerton dominguez hills san diego and long beach and i got rejected from two of them i only got accepted into fullerton and dominguez hills it's so weird. I know, right? Mm-hmm. And then for my UCs, I was pretty confident about getting into UCs, but eh, I only got into one. Uh, I applied to Irvine, Los Angeles, San Diego, and Santa Barbara, and I only got into San Diego. And, you know, I was like, 
Okay, San Diego was third on my list, so like it's not bad, but I'm settling. Like I'm not excited mm-hmm. to go to UCSD. But thank you for your acceptance. Um, um, yeah. So I wasn't really excited, and I didn't really that have that much hope about getting into USC because I got rejected everywhere else. But I got accepted. Um, <laughs> Kyle, we didn't clap for you. I just remembered. So. Oh, clap, for right. clap for Kyle too. Clap for Kyle yeah. too. Thank you, thank you. And, Mark? and Thomas. And no. Mark, did, did we, we, clap we clap for Mark, for Mark. Oh, yeah. and okay. Thomas. And Thomas. Okay, thank clap, you. Clap. Yeah, USC was my like top dream school. It was almost like a reach. Um, you know, wait. Can I share like a little funny story or? Oh, I love funny oh, moments. Okay, <laughs> a little anecdote. Okay, okay. so. I really wanted to go uh, to get into U- USC, but I have like no confidence in myself. So we like I wasn't planning to apply. <laughs> um, but two like it was like two days before the deadline, and then like I messaged Kayla and we're like, should we apply? Like I don't know, if we should apply or not. Um, and then we were really hesitant on applying there because it was like a lot of work to do within two days. Like, we had nothing done. And then we were, like, d- we didn't think that we would get in. So, you know, we originally were not going to do it. But then we just decided to just do it anyway. We grinded. Um, we submitted the application. And then we got in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Congrats. I guess, like, don't hold back is what I would say. Mm-hmm. 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 And so... Uh, Oh, USC for sure. USC for oh, sure? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's obvious. Like, my whole tuition is going to be paid for and everything. That is great. Mm-hmm. That is really nice. What about you, okay. Kayla? Um, so, the colleges I applied for, I got accepted into all of them. So Wow. Woo! I know. I know. <laughs> How many colleges um, did you apply to? Ten. Ten total. So, four Cal States, four UCs, and then two privates. Um. So the ones I applied and got accepted to were Cal State Dominguez Hills, um, Cal State Long Beach, Cal State Fullerton, and then San Diego State University. For the UCs, it was UC San Diego, UC Irvine, UC Santa Barbara, and then UCLA. And then for the privates, um, it was Chapman University and then USC. So I got into all of them. I know. I know. So, so grateful. Um, Yo, start so, making your YouTube video. I got accepted <laughs> into all YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm going to share my tips and secrets right now. Yeah, this so, is valuable uh, stuff, guys. Yeah, it's very valuable. Um, but yeah, I was super excited. I think the one that was most exciting for me was um, UCLA, just because it was the first um, acceptance that I got that it was it was from a like a college that I truly like really wanted to go to. And I thought it was like kind of, I don't, I don't know, it's like, I don't want to say unlikely, but it was just more difficult to get into it. So mm-hmm. I think you say it was like the one that was like really like, wow. Are you going to and pick? So, which one are you going to pick? <laughs> um, wow. That being said, I'm pretty sure I will. Going com- to Long Beach. No, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I will commit to um, USC because of, you know, how they cover the tuition and everything. But I still need to review my financial package mm-hmm. and then I'll fully commit. I'm pretty sure you do get everything paid for, though, now, right? They do. Because private universities are yeah. usually very, very generous. And well, it, and uh, USC has that 80K policy. Everyone under 80K pays no tuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's very and nice. And I'm part of that. 
I know. So, what was I going to say? No side doors or back doors were taken, okay? No, 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 no. No contact with Rick Singer. <laughs> what, what does that mean? That was the name, right? It was the documentary about college Basically, scandal. he was the guy that, like, um, got people into, like, colleges by their parents paying him money. Getting some ideas right now. <laughs> what does side door and back door mean? It just it's means just, that you paid your way in. One is guaranteed. Uh, one is just like uh, makes you a little bit more likely, significantly more likely. Gives you a little like boost. So back door is guaranteed. I'm yes. Side door. Uh, back door is like five, ten million. Sure. Side door is like five hundred k. Front door is just you do it yourself. Like yeah. You got it in for free. No, what a deal. Interesting how what you guys know what oh. that means. <laughs> Wow, you know, I'm gonna start. Have to, I'm gonna have to pull some strings here. Let's take a look. We'll see what happens. That's um, awesome. That's really awesome. Kayla, could you, could you, <laughs> could you go like this? What? Pretend you're crying and go like. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so that yeah, I could have a thumbnail, obviously. Why? No, we never post for our thumbnails. Yeah. Do it. No, I already cried for like. It, it saves me more. It saves me more. It'll come naturally. If I cry, I cry. Uh, I'll do it then. <laughs> Anyways, crying because I got rejected. I'll give myself options here, guys, because uh, whenever I make the thumbnail, I have trouble finding expressions because we have masks. So all you see is like my eyes widen a little, me oh. scrunch. Kayla's the one that's like usually like this, so that helps a lot. Anyways, getting into um, you do use your hands, which is a really good thing actually. Anyways, now we're getting into the juicy stuff. <gasps> the stats that got us either rejected or accepted. Um, oh, that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Who and has so, all their stats listed? What? Who has like all their stats listed? Well, um, I I had a resume. And so like I, I'm just taking the information based Best on for that. last, of course, though. Best oh, for last. Okay. You guys are going to have to listen to the whole video. Get us that playthrough. <laughs> No, just kidding. Get to this minute for Kayla's. <laughs> okay, yeah, get to this minute. But if you want to support us, you could just listen to everyone's. Anyways, so, so I think I had the most uh, unconventional route to uh, college since I never really challenged myself in high school. I think ever since I was a freshman. Um, I think, no, freshman, I think it started in sophomore year, which is when I committed to like taking less uh, intense classes. I didn't really take a lot of APs or a lot of honors. I just kind of took the classes that I felt like I would enjoy, that I was interested in, and that I felt like weren't going to be, weren't going to like stress me out or uh, risk having me get burnt out by the time I graduated. So my whole thing was instead of focusing on grades, why don't I just focus on real world application of my knowledge and prove that I'm a capable student and learner through uh, my experiences and accomplishments. So it was a big bet, right? I was betting that like I had the the capacity to achieve something without a formal education and at such a young age. Um, so that's what I did. This is exactly what I did. I took easy classes and instead uh, put a lot of time into self-educating and taking a lot of business courses, watching a lot of videos, Googling a lot of questions. And the most important part is playing around with a lot of different projects and ideas that came to me, one of them being this podcast. Um so that's how I thought my path to college was going to be like, because the way I was seeing it is instead of taking a bunch of really hard classes, stressing myself out 
and having no time to develop my passion, why do I not just spend this time developing my passion? So even if I don't get accepted, I still have like all of this experience, knowledge, and hopefully successes accumulated that I can then count on to keep developing after high school. And so I was hoping that would lead to um, some sort of, you know, income or thing that would keep me interested and just, you know, overall happy. And that's what I did. Um, kind of worked. I mean, like 15% worked. Got into UC Berkeley, which would have been great if it was closer. I would have easily traded that UC Berkeley acceptance for like UCI or UCLA. That I would have been yeah. okay with. Sucks that it was so far because I, I do want to get an education. I really, really like higher education. I don't like the high school curriculum. Um, I think it's just dull and obviously a lot of people have issues with it. But my point being, that was the route I took uh, towards college. I had like a 3.6 unweighted GPA. My grades were mostly like A, Bs and then like maybe one C in math um, throughout my career. And I didn't take the SAT or ACT. I was going to take both of them and I was going to take it like March 13th, March 14th, actually. I was going to take it March 14th, but then the pandemic hit. And then I wasn't able to take it. And then I never took it again because we didn't really need to take it anymore. Um, it was kind of upsetting because I did study for it. I had studied for a good bit. That's crazy. I know. Can you take like I, classes I took, for it? Did you I, not take it? No, I, I didn't take oh the SAT nor, you didn't even need nor ACT. It, right? mm-hmm. But I did take... Um, preparation classes for both of them <laughs> do those classes I took, like long, I took classes like at 5 for, p.m or something yeah i would like leave tough. school and like the campus was basically empty it was dark and like i had to take an uber home so. you know what That's you could have got into an ivy league if you did take it probably <laughs> well i just it got to the point where like it kept on canceling or rescheduling and i'm just like i'm not gonna stress about it anymore and i'm not gonna drive like an hour away to a school to take it the sat so i was just like i'm not gonna take it and and you were rusty because you would have had to repractice everything yeah exactly that's why so i didn't like, take how it how do you think it would blessing. impact like our admissions i think it definitely would have helped me it definitely would have helped Dude, me i'm so happy we had to do that yeah i know admissions were like both easier and harder this year because a lot on your essay yeah that's true yeah but anyways to wrap my uh thing up my class rank was like 78 out of like 400 like 30 something uh, extracurriculars 479 479 um my extracurriculars was mostly really just like tennis um and then maybe a couple of clubs here and there but nothing too major a lot of my extracurricular activities came from things i did outside the podcast um and outside the podcast outside school came from things that i did outside <laughs> of school uh, like this podcast and stuff i think um if i were to self-reflect on things i could have done better in my applications is explained the reasoning for my uh easy course load i think that would have uh that would have helped a little bit because from their eyes it just seems like well why didn't he take uh all these courses didn't really explain that now that i think about it besides that i think i had some good essays but uh yeah that was uh my little profile how many ap's did you take i only took ap Lang and ap euro and now i'm taking ap gov but i'm not taking the ap test for ap gov i got a two in ap Lang. i got a four in ap euro Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm sure you can write it in your appeal. What? You can explain yourself why you did take um easy. Yeah, that's basically I'm writing an appeal to USC, like I said, and that's like the majority of it is yeah. like explaining my lower course load. Unfortunately, I don't know why they did reject me. I'm just gonna assume it's because of my grades. My I wish you knew why. I know. I uh, asked them because you know some colleges like release your profile and you could see the comments that the mm. officers made. Very cool. That's weird. Like, what was it? 
I don't I know. know if it's going to that, like, make me happy or make me sad. could be both. Yeah. Maybe I, it can tell you things that like to improve on. That's true. Yeah. I saw this YouTube video of this dude that reviewed it. Uh-huh. And one of the admissions officers was like hating. He was like, student comes across as very self-absorbed, has no plans to create a better world with his business. And then the other ones were like, student shows a great well-roundedness. And one of them was like, shows no well-roundedness, even though he had like a ton of stuff. Damn. Yeah, so it's kind of just interesting. Because, like, some people pour their heart into that essay. Yeah. If someone just, just talks, like, shit, that's messed like, up. Like, it was bad. That's messed up. Oh, well. You're just saying, like, all the effort you put in just was bad. Yeah, basically. Cried, Anyways, dude. Isaac, Mar, you guys want to say your stats and stuff? Just your GPA, class rank, number of classes taken, AP classes, SAT, SAT, extracurricular, sports, and service hours. Many, many, many. Um, I can go first. All right, go ahead. All right, my GPA, very, very um modest, I would say. I think it's like, same as you, I think, 3.6 unweighted. Um, I had a couple A's, a couple B's, and then I had a few seasons here and there because of English mm. and AP Euro, which I took. Your English is my math. See, that's the thing. Like, I look, I, when I listen to your story... I like reflected on mine and then I thought that's what I should have done. I shouldn't have like taken high intensity classes that even I wasn't interested in or yeah, basically interested in. But I only mm-hmm. took them because I thought everybody else was taking them. Every other student that I knew that I grew up with um, basically were taking them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the first mistake I've made. But I'll get to that later on um gpa and then my class rank my class rank i think it's 71 71 yeah 71 out of 478 nine what did i say mine was 478 i was like yeah you're higher than me yeah this yeah 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 but we're like we're like relatively the same Hmm. you know it's crazy because like if that's like if we're just 70s i think that's um i don't know i don't want to do the math but that's like top (laughs) 10 top 20 is it really percent is it? I, I yeah. calculated it and like the top 10% like was 40? like 30. 40. 30. Okay. So yeah. we're like 20. Yeah. I'm about to. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's about good. Which is like, which is good. Someone yeah. out there is last. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's tough to think about. <laughs> I'm top zero. Yeah. And then what's after class rank? The classes I took? Yeah. APs. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's go. First year, no AP classes. I don't think we were allowed to. Nope. Second, I know some people that did, though. What? You know, cheers to them. Um, so- Sophomore year, I took AP Euro. That's my first AP class. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I ended that class with a C, B, year. Did he pass the AP test? <sighs> yes, I Yes. Mm. I don't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go see. I gotta go see. I wanna say yes. Mm-hmm. I wanna say yes. No, I got. I think I got a yes. I don't know. And then, um, third year, my junior year, I took AP Physics and AP. I took three AP classes. AP Physics. Wow. No, no, two. No, wait, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, two, two. Mm-hmm. AP Physics and AP. AP US History. Mm. and um junior year that's when i learned to uh, not take english anymore because um or um a higher level of english because sophomore year i took english honors right it wasn't even like an ap class it was just an honors class yeah but that class was extremely difficult for me 
and that definitely affected my um i guess you know you can say like mental health and other classes surrounding that like a it was hard for me to balance ap euro and honors english together and that's like um little arts i guess i think that's what you call them like i was good my I, i realized i learned from sophomore year that uh science and math is where i excel at whereas um english and social studies is not where i'm not cheated yeah yeah so i used that for junior year i took ap calc and not ap calc that's senior, senior year. year i took ap physics because i was really interested in that <laughs> did, you, did you pass the ap test um i didn't take it I oh didn't take the, the uh, physics test whoa and the no i did Oh. <laughs> this man is just like I got a two. I got a two and put it all down in the past. Uh, for the AP A push A push class, AP US history, I I didn't take it. I I remember I did not take it. Are you sure? I did. Okay, <laughs> okay, no, okay. For sure. for sure. And let me tell you this thing though. I love my um my pre calculus class, pre calculus mm. honors class. I love that class. That shit made me fell in love with math. Really. Dude, so many people hated that class. because yeah, of the teacher, but I yes. love the teacher. Um, That's nice. Yeah, I, I had the same class as Mark. I personally, I liked the class. Controversy. Controversy? <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> um, but I think it's mainly like the people, mm-hmm. my classmates, because yeah. most of my friends were in that class. Mm-hmm. And sometimes his teaching would be okay. Yeah. But that's when I would just go to tutoring after I school. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no, I I agree with his teaching. He really emphasizes um learning why you're doing it rather than just memorizing the steps. And mm-hmm. um, if you're about to like get something from me, I'd say that. And then um for last year, I take uh um this this year, doc. This year, <laughs> oh my year, god, doc. I remember this you, year, you, got you had it. your classes today. <laughs> today, AP calculus, AP, AP and <laughs> AP gov, AP, AP government history, stuff like um. I like history. History is like really interesting. And then um, I know the teacher. He was uh, uh he's a cool teacher, so that's like part of the reasons why I mm-hmm. took his class. But yeah, um, self reflection, junior year. Is I'd say it's one of my better Wait, years. Wait, what about your clubs? My clubs, of course. How can I forget about Ooh. that? My clubs. So I'm in um Kayla's club. <laughs> <laughs> my club. My Her club. club. My she club. I own it. Yes, yeah, girl boss. <clears throat> CEO. CEO. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm actually the president of my own club. Your club. Yeah. Wow. Do I say the name? CEO. I'm. Yeah. It's like a it's well-known not club. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're good. Okay. It's uh, it's called Leo's Club. Stands for Leadership Experience and Opportunity, and um, it's basically we provide uh community service hours to our members. Basically, we help out the community. Um, we give leadership uh, experience, tips and tricks, and opportunities, and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Unfortunately, due to like COVID, though, like we weren't able to uh, give much. many leadership opportunities. Which is all good, but yeah, it was a cool club. I liked it. Um, my first experience with a um, as a leadership role, so that was very very interesting. Yeah, and then junior year, like I said, 
Um, I really took an account of what I was, my strong suits and my weak points, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very humbling, but it was um, very, very beneficial for my learning. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Course, You're welcome. Smart. Great profile. Great <laughs> profile. All right. Uh, Isaac? 19. So for me, I took, I think, like a total of eight APs. And to be honest, I feel like APs are fine, but honors classes aren't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> honors classes are I like, agree. they're so pointless because um, besides the weighted ones. Okay. I, I was about to say, true. that's what I was going to argue Dude, for. honors that's English, true. was there was no point. Like, it was that so was weighted. No, it wasn't. It wasn't was weighted. weighted. No. It was, yeah, that was literally was an AP weird. class. That's like the really? class I most regret oh taking. Cause I didn't it was know that. Too didn't it feel like an AP class? Like, it did. That thing's, it did. Bro, like, that's it not did. okay. That was like the hardest I, class I've taken, dude. I took the same class, and I I do remember it was like stressful. The fact points, that it wasn't I, I don't remember it as it being like horrendous. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> you had to like annotate the whole book each time. You had to write like, a five page essay that. for like this one novel. I think so it's bad because if it was like if it was 12th grade, it would be fine. But the fact that we were barely entering sophomore. Oh, after okay. freshman was easy, it just like knocked I us think, all out. I think maybe I just blocked out like most of sophomore <laughs> year because <laughs> because yeah, I was going through something sophomore okay, year. So. Anyways, um, math is what killed me, dude. So um, I waited. I got a three point eight, and then I waited three point three. And math, I think freshman year, um, because of Avid, like they changed my whole schedule. So I took regular math freshman year, and the only weighted class was biology honors, right? And then sophomore year, I took AP Euro, and that's the only weighted class there. I I actually passed the exam with a three, Mm -hmm. so that was good. Then junior year, I took... That's when I took a lot. That's when I really made the decision to take a lot, because I didn't really like to do clubs a lot. So I think I took AP Environmental, AP Lang. What else is there? AP Environmental, AP Lang. AP Art History, and AP US History. And I passed... the. AP US history with a three. AP Lang with a four. I don't know how the fuck I got a four. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh A push with a three. And I felt the easiest one environmental with a two. Bruh. I just think that wasn't my passion, to be honest. Oh, then senior oh, year good. I took AP Gov, AP Kali B. And what was the scores? What? The scores in AP Gov and Oh wait. We have yeah, taken them. AP That's Gov. Okay. Spaghetti okay. hand. AP Kali B. What's my last one? Uh, AP, AP science. Lit. AP lit. Nice. <laughs> AP science. I don't know. Wait, are you guys taking the test for all your APs this year? Yes. Just psychology. I'm only taking Gov. Wait, you're not taking Gov's test? No. I'm not taking any. But yeah. to be honest, I think APs are worth it because a lot of people say that like they don't want to put in the time because it's like stressful. But I just think APs aren't the worst thing. I think it's better to limit your classes. Not take honors if you don't have to. Take the AP classes that matter. And yeah, you're going to be at home doing a lot of homework sometimes. And you might have to study a lot more. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, you actually learn a lot. Like the English classes. I feel like I learned a lot in the English classes. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, writing is going to be something that you always learn throughout your whole life. I feel like if anything that matters, not like math to me personally, because I'm never going to use derivatives and stuff like that. But basically, like what Mark said, you need to humble yourself and realize 
the yeah, classes no, that sure. you actually are good yeah, at and yeah. you aren't. In junior year, I just took regular pre-cal because after sophomore year, yeah. I just I just didn't like it. I just couldn't do math. But then senior year, I took AP Cal, so... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. I just I just wanted to challenge myself because the yeah. thing with math is if you like math you'll be good at math because literally if you put in the time and effort you'll be good at it it's, it's mostly memorization to be honest I don't think it's I don't think it's just fully like trying to understand it right it's both I think it goes both ways I think a huge part of it is actually knowing what the concepts are because some points I would just do like um like memory based yeah. and like if a problem looks similar to this problem i'm just gonna do the same <laughs> steps but <laughs> sometimes sometimes problems get more difficult where you have to apply different concepts for, sure. yeah. for like different lessons and things and it's like that's why on the test yeah, when there's like a different sometimes. variable it throws me off yeah it yeah 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 for clubs i didn't really do any clubs mm-hmm. but for sports i did tennis like yeah. i all did yeah and to be honest for the schools i got into I just I never really put too much effort and time into my classes. I got like mostly B, sometimes A's, and I feel like even with average ga- uh, grades, like the school's paid off. Like it, it's fair. If I actually tried and put the effort in for all A's, I feel like I'd get into more schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But literally, just reflects your effort. If you really wanted to get into like your dream school, you just have to always study, sacrifice a lot of your free time. Unfortunately, but it's just what you're willing to do. Yeah, basically. I think we're all capable of doing it. I have this notion that we're all capable of every. Everyone is capable of doing the same things if they are willing to put in the effort. Um, it's just if you want it. Like you need to really understand if you're gonna like sacrifice your time for it. Yeah. Exactly, and I think sometimes people have the miscon- misconception that like AP classes are like for smart people, quote unquote. Dude, it's not people and cheat all the time, bro. That too. Um but it's also just a matter of like how well you can like do your chores. <laughs> like yeah. it's mostly just work and like if you can complete it then good for you. It's of course there's management. of course there's tests too, which might require like mm-hmm. a little studying, but I don't think it's all like complete completely based on the notion that like smart people take it because yeah. uh look at me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um but yeah. So if you're scared of taking an AP class Maybe challenge yourself. At the same time, if you don't want to do it, then just don't do it. Yeah, I agree. The you most got to focus on time management. That's something to learn. Because a lot of people never learned it. They procrastinate and they'd be stressed out. Yeah, blame it on the class. The most important mm-hmm. factor in su- to succeed in high school, and really just in general, is just discipline. Like if you're able to be disciplined mm-hmm. to get your work done, um, study, you'll be fine. It's not even about being smart or natural intelligence. It's just about discipline, and that makes everything a lot easier. I still don't understand that. Like people, you guys did you guys pull all nighters? Because no, I've oh never gosh. done that. I don't know Not why people. Bro, I pulled I don't, for only a sophomore year English when I read the book. No, really? I don't. I don't yeah. know how people can sleep until like three a.m. doing homework like that. That's, that's so beyond that's, me. Once it reaches one a.m., like I'm going to sleep. Ooh, ten, ten oh. or eleven. I'm we're done. Damn. We're calling it a day. I, Wrapping I, it up. I do homework pretty late. Or I do. I do homework like eleven to twelve. Yeah. 10 why? 12. Yeah. yeah that's too. where I'm most like. Oh, that makes sense. That's where, like, I'm most awake or, like, energized, basically. Mm-hmm. Dude, it wasn't until, like, junior or senior year where I finally started stopped procrastinating. It just changes everything, yeah, to be honest. It does. It really does. Like, finishing your homework where, like, before six or seven is a whole different experience, bro. Yeah. Thomas? Okay. Well, wait. Did you say your class rank? Oh, mine was 63. Okay. 
Um, I wrote mine down. Uh-huh. I'd say I'm a pretty well-rounded student. Like, my grades aren't, like, spectacular. I didn't take... Eh. I think, like, what I really focused on, like, I made it uh, my objective, like, in, like, sophomore year. Because I had, like, pretty bad grades sophomore year. Um, I was just going to take classes that I think was manageable and, like, I actually wanted to take. So I didn't take any, like, hard English or math classes. Um, yeah, so I focused more on my extracurriculars. And here are my stats. So I had a 4.0 uh, weighted GPA, 3.7 unweighted GPA. I took five APs. Art history, U.S. history, environmental, government, and psychology. I didn't take any tests for any of them. Um, really? No. Oh my gosh. Um, I <laughs> took. A, I'm taking a dual enrollment business class right now. Really? Yeah. When? Like spring semester. I didn't even know. Wow. Kayla and I are both taking. It. Yeah, I'm taking. What? It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I pressured him to join. Yeah. Wow. I wasn't gonna do it, but <laughs> I know he wasn't. Um, is it easy? Is it fun? Pretty, yeah, it's manageable. It's easy. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I recommend. Okay, I think, honestly, dual enrollment is better than APs. I feel like it's more manageable. And it well, it also stands... depends on the dual enrollment class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, let's say you're trying to become a business major, like, you should probably take a dual enrollment business class. Um,. Yeah, that's just my recommendation. Um, I joined like a lot of clubs throughout my high school career, but I'm fo- but I focus mainly on Key Club, CSF, and then NHS. I was a board member for Key Club for like three years, um, and NHS for two years. Um, I was in ASB for all four years, and I was the president for my senior year. Um, I had over two hundred community service hours total. Um, I didn't take the SAT or ACT, and I'm ranked 28. Um, yeah, so I guess, like, it's pretty good. I mean, five APs, like, was pretty manageable because I didn't take the hard AP classes, in my opinion. I think they were pretty manageable. And I guess, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I know, like, everyone was taking AP Lit this year. And, like, literally everybody. I'm, like, the only person in, like, our group chat that is not taking AP Lit. And I'm glad I didn't because I knew I wouldn't have, like, done well in that class. Um, So don't take classes just because you think, like, it's that important for colleges. Just do it if you think you can do it, you know? Um, What else? I think that's it. I think Good. what really made me stand out was the fact that I was like ASB president, obviously. Um, I had pre- like a pretty solid um, GPA. And oh, okay. My PIQs, I didn't really like them. And that's probably why I didn't get accepted into most of my UCs. But I really, really liked my Common App essay and the supplemental essays I sent to USC. So I think that's why I got into USC and not any of my other schools. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Efficient. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. All right. Smarter, not harder. Yeah. Um, so my class rank was nine. Um, for, for my AP classes, I took AP Euro, AP Lang, 
AP US History, um, AP Lit, AP Psych, Calculus AB, um, AP Gov, and I think that's it. I passed um, AP US History with a three, and I passed AP Lang with a four, which was kind of surprising. Um, but yeah, and also keep in mind that when I took those tests, it was when COVID was happening, and so the test was significantly shorter mm-hmm. and basically just easier. And I'm pretty sure that's what which test um, AP Lang and A Push. So I'm pretty sure that's why I was able to get the scores that I did. Um, I'm also taking dual enrollment this year, Intro to Business. So that's pretty cool. For leadership, um, I guess I'll just say my board positions. Uh, so I'm, I've been president of CSF for two years. Um, I'm secretary of NHS. I'm activities coordinator of the HELP Project. And I'm vice president of Avid and Friends. So, like, with the clubs, it was a combination of academic-based and service-based. So, it was, like, a nice little combination. Um, I also had some internships um, this year. So, this year, I am with, I'm, like, working with AIM. It's, like, an actual job. Like, they're paying me. And it's basically, um, first semester, it was tutoring middle schoolers and some underclassmen on basically just, like, classes they needed help with this semester it's more social so just like really just talking with them in like a google meets so that was pretty cool um i'm also with the union bank so i have that internship and i think that was it and then like of course the podcast which is like extracurricular and i did get some awards yeah i I did get some awards yes what awards Okay. <laughs> say everything. I want to okay. know everything. Um, so sophomore year, I got an award for like top ten sophomores, and also for AP Euro, like the AP Euro teacher gave me an award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, junior year, I got an award for being like top ten juniors, um, and then also an award for AVID, and I think that's it. I got an award for AVID um, junior and sophomore year. And that was basically it. So I think everybody, I took like a more heavier course load, I guess. But I wouldn't say that it was like completely miserable. Like I didn't have a social life whatsoever because it really wasn't like that. I think I was able to manage it pretty well. Like I was still going out with friends. I still had some time to myself, even if it wasn't like the majority of the day. But I don't regret taking the classes that I did because... I think I just thought like AP classes and a more like rigorous course load as a more secure way to get to college. Like it was more like my safety. And I think it's shown like through my acceptances and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't regret it. And I did get some like college credit. I mean, I passed like AP tests. And yeah, that was pretty much it. And I liked my PIQs somewhat. Yeah. somewhat did you i did like them <laughs> uh did you so why do you think you were able to have so much time was it just not that bad or were you just like really good at time management and just getting it done i think it's a combination of both some classes really weren't that bad um and junior year like i was kind of on top of it like sophomore junior year like i would go home and then i'd do my homework and i'd be done like i don't know eight and so then like that'd just be it of course there's sometimes where like 
also, FYI, I would actually try in like some of my classes for junior year. Notice I say junior year. <laughs> um, like I would actually, you know, put in the work to go to like after school tutoring. I would like meet with the teachers if I had like questions. Um, so I guess I did put that extra effort because I do notice that like lots of students take AP classes and once they see that they have like a bad grade in the class, they immediately go to criticizing the teacher, how, the way they teach. And of course, sometimes it may be that and like they might actually just be a bad teacher. But at the end of the day, like you, you're not going to be able or you're most likely not going to be able to change them. So you're going to have to change something that you're doing. And so if you really want to get that good grade, then you're going to have to put in like time and effort to get it. Yeah, I think it's just like balancing your entire like resume, take challenging courses, do something that shows like you're passionate about something, um, do some extracurricular like clubs and stuff um yeah i wouldn't say like focus in on like all one thing like what garyl did um but i feel like if garyl did have like a good gpa and he took challenging courses i feel like he would have definitely gotten accepted um and with college admissions like i know people say you know grades aren't everything and they aren't of course like they mm -hmm. look at different aspects your extracurriculars whatever but they do play a the biggest big role. role. Very, very. They big play role, yeah. a huge role into your competitiveness. So, if you ultimately decide that you know you don't want to take these AP classes, you don't want like a higher GPA. That's completely fine, as long as you recognize that during the admission process, it might be a little bit harder. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think the ideal student is someone with incredible grades and activities while also demonstrating a passion towards one specific area, I think that is the absolute best thing you can do. I only had like one part of that, which was uh, a developed interest and passion for one specific area. But I do agree. If I would have took like all these classes, got incredible grades, I think my chances would have shot up exponentially. Mm -hmm. um, I would say to recap, I know we, we, I think we've all taken very different approaches. Um, I think the biggest contrast is Kayla and I. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Like, we're, like, complete opposite. Yeah, we're the complete opposite. Um, and I guess that's a good thing that we have this mix because it shows that there's, like, multiple ways to colleges, one more secure, one risky. Which one's right for you really comes down to you. I think the approach I took was based around the idea that I – if you if you're going to take an approach like me, which is that you're going to focus more on your passion and not – and feel like you don't want to spend too much time like studying or you know taking classes that you're not passionate about and you want to just develop your individuality and what you're good at and what you enjoy and that's what you want to do you have to make sure that college isn't necessarily something you require right like business and entrepreneurship you don't really need a college education it helps it's a supplement but it's not necessary which is why i knew that even if i did get if i got into no colleges I could still do okay and I could still be very successful, but it would all come down to me. If you feel like you have the discipline and the capability of teaching yourself everything and learning alone and on your own, then you know, you, you're able to open up a different world, which is the one that I did, which was just, you know, I'm gonna develop my passions, I'm gonna do a lot of trial and error, I'm gonna bet on myself and what i can create through my own uh 
tenacity, I guess. And that's what I've done. But it came with the risk that I might not get into an ideal college, a top college. Um, and that is something that personally I was okay with, right? Because I understand that although I would like to have gone to a four-year college, community is still a really great option for me because it still allows me to see where my life is two years after high school, which could be a very different uh, spot for me personally. So I would say at the end of the day, if you already have a passion, right? If you are a talented filmmaker, a talented musician, um, what else? A talented entrepreneur, um, a talented artist, all those professions don't require college at all. It's really just another supplement. And you have the freedom to spend four years in high school practicing your craft. Granted, it's assuming you have the discipline for that. And that's a path that you could take. But if you feel like you still need more time to figure yourself out, figure out your passions, what you really enjoy doing, and you feel like you enjoy a safer route that is a little bit more concrete and doesn't play so much risk, you could go the route that Kayla took, which I think is a really great route um, that also requires a lot of discipline and skill, but it is a lot safer. Yeah, and I know in high school, like counselors and teachers, like they put a lot of emphasis on attending college, but ultimately, if you feel that's not for you and the career that you're heading towards, then it's okay to not go. I know, right? Such a shocker to some people, but you don't need to go. Yeah. If you would like to, great, but you don't need to. Yeah, and I think it's like, you're really capable of anything. I mean, I think Kayla not only had like the grades and the extracurriculars, but she also showed that she was like passionate in something. So I'd say like, even if you wanted to just focus on um, like something you're passionate about, you can definitely still take, you know, pretty challenging courses and manage it. It's just all in your like discipline and work ethic and stuff. Um, Comes down to what you want. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing we haven't covered, uh, Kayla. What? You don't apply to this. Oh. How do we feel about <laughs> rejections? How are we dealing with it? Okay, I have um, something to say about this. Um, really made me sad. Made me sad that um I got rejected too the one school that I always wanted to go ever since like middle school. But I know that I have other options and mm-hmm. that one route wasn't just for wasn't for me to take. And as always, you know, like I said, there's always different routes. And that's why it did take me a little bit to cope with it, cope with what happened. But right now I just want to look forward and just basically put in trust what I want to do for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for the three UCs I got rejected to, the only one I was really sad about was UCLA, just because it was close. But then again, I wasn't too sad about it because I was just thinking the college is close, so I want to go. Like I was never really passionate into actually going to the school. So it's just, it's not that bad, but... Don't let a rejection like dread on too much because you never know. What if like the other college you go to had better experiences for you? So um, when I was getting rejected from all of my schools, I was getting really, really sad. Um, I, I placed a lot of emphasis on going to like my dream colleges, which was 
USC and UCLA. And when I didn't get into like even like UCI or um, UCSB, like it made me super sad and I was so scared. And I just felt like a huge disappointment because I had such high expectations for myself and stuff. And I guess I can't really answer this question because I did end up getting into my dream college. Mm-hmm. Um, which I am like beyond like grateful and happy for like, oh my gosh, so excited. But um, you're good. Yeah, like I'm good. Um, like I got into the school I really wanted to get into and everything's working out perfectly for once in my life. And I'd say like, okay, because I think um like when you're getting rejected from all of these other schools don't lose hope because i lost hope i lost a lot of hope and i didn't think i'd get into usc but then i ended up getting into usc so you know have faith in yourself and just don't beat yourself up over it and things are gonna work out eventually yeah i think i I've never put a a very big attachment towards school and university. I haven't necessarily had like a dream school that I've dreamed about since middle school or freshman year that I like my sole goal was to get in this school. Um, I had no school that I had that sort of emotional attachment to, which is why I think I wasn't really that devastated about any of these schools. Um, One, because I knew that I think something that's hard to see right now, but I know we would see later on is that it didn't matter where we went like it, it did not it didn't really matter at all 40 years from now we're not gonna really be upset by the fact we didn't get to go to usc or ucla or uci because we'll understand like what kind of difference did that make that was only four years of my life like in the moment it might have been a little bit more fun but i had great experiences in another school i had experiences that i wouldn't have been able to have anywhere else and that was thanks to me getting rejected so something that if you got rejected from your dream school and you're really bummed about it, just remember, one, you're getting basically the same education. A lot of these schools offer the same education, although one school may offer more resources or just like a better experience. It's basically the same education. And two, this experience is such a short amount of your life. It's only four years. So you could still learn to be happy and just move on from it because it's going to make such a minimal difference a couple of years from now that you really won't be able to tell right like after you once you're like 28 30 like no one's really like asking you oh you know um what schools did you not get into what schools did you get into um and even if it's something that people ask like there's not a lot of value it's really just kind of like small talk at that point and right now it's something big right it's uh it's kind of like our big achievement and the big achievements that we kind of all have in common but later on like I could have gone to like a community college or some random small college and been incredibly successful. And someone that could have gone to like Harvard or Stanford could have just been, you know, average. So it's important to keep that in mind and just understand that it really doesn't make a difference in the end. Um, So I hope you're, you know, dealing with it. Although do take time to uh, just process it and uh, take some time to be at in tune with your emotions. But I promise you, you'll be okay. It's not going to be such such a big deal later on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like okay. If I didn't get into USC, I definitely would not have like believed that like statement at all. Because genuinely, like I, it sucks. Like 
it really does suck. And I know, like, maybe I'm not the best person to speak on this, but it sucks when you've been working hard throughout, like, the four years just to not end up at the college you wanted to, you know, end up at. And, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say that, like, it's not a big deal <laughs> because, you know, it's a big deal to you, obviously. Um, yeah. But it's, but it's not the end of the world. Um, like, you can be sad. And honestly, this could be something that, like, you know, you think about for, like, a long time. Like, I wish I got into that school. If only, th- if only I got into that school. But it's not the end of the world is what you should really keep in mind. Um, yeah. Sure, your, your experiences might be different. Um, but things are always going to work out. And I think, I don't know. I, I'm just saying that you should be okay and you should, you're able to be sad about it. Cause I know I was for some time. Yeah, definitely still take time to process your emotions, but remind yourself that it will be okay. And it's something that will eventually pass. Um, um, and another thing I think, like, we should say is that this year was very different um, because of, like, the whole, like, pandemic and stuff. So, like, it was just, like, our applications were um, evaluated differently than other years. So that's why, like, it might seem a little weird or different. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess I just wanted to say that it's different and it might not be the same thing as like you guys. I think at least for me, because it was different, it was sort of like more helpful, more of an advantage because they were, or they said (laughs) that like admissions were going to focus more on the essays. And so I, I did put a lot of effort into making sure like the essays represented me so, yeah, try not to rush your essays. Of course, sometimes things happen and you wait until the last minute, but still try to at least, um, you know, revise and make sure that what you want them to know about you is there. And I would say um, apply to that school, like the one you're unsure of, just because, like, if you have the time, um to do it i'd say do it because you really never know all of the colleges they pick different people like differently they have a different standard they look at you know different things so just because you get rejected from like a school with like a 50 percent acceptance rate doesn't mean you won't be accepted into a school with like a 10 percent acceptance rate like it's really different and don't hold back like really go for that school even if you think your chances are slim because you never know also, I'm pretty sure that, like, at least for Cal States and UCs, privates, I'm not so sure. Um, but the acceptances are, like, based on the school that you go to because they can only take so many people from that certain school. So, really, your competition or your peers. So, my competition was, like, Thomas, Gael, Isaac, and Mark. So, if, you know, if you want to do something to stand out from them, then you got to put in that extra effort. But sometimes your competition isn't, like, somebody that goes to, like, a different high school than you, like, in a different Mm -hmm. state. It's really the people in your school. Yeah. Last thing for me, 
is that if you're bummed about a rejection and you don't know how you're going to get past it, one piece of advice I could offer is changing your worldview and your perspective, which could be a really powerful thing to change your perspective. Um, I think I, I saw that, uh, you know, the U.S. is one of the interesting countries where we put a lot of value on the college that we go to and we put like a huge, huge value on it because uh, our education system is so odd and based around like prestigiousness and stuff, right? So um, everyone wants to go to the same colleges. Um, you know, we all want to go to the ex same exact colleges, even if they're not the best for us. Usually we want to go because they're popular, they have a pretty campus, but uh, in other countries, people are less selective. They kind of just look at the colleges that they think um, have a good fit for their needs, and that's it. They don't have as much of a personal attachment. So if you think this might be helpful, maybe change your your perspective and being like, you know what, maybe this is all just like artificial value that we have put on this and just slowly start to remove that and acknowledge you could do really great at another school and have a really amazing time so like thomas said it's not the end of the world um so i'm sure you'll be okay yeah but i'm definitely one of those people that care a lot about prestigiousness and stuff yeah so um isaac and mark's camera died so any words you have to say uh, are you good I'm good. Right. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you enjoy this episode all about college. Finally, oh, wait. the decisions. I Go can, ahead, Katie. I, I had something. Um, it's not like about stats or anything, but so when Thompson and I got accepted into USC, he sent me like um the this like a Instagram profile of like all the newly admitted freshmen. And I sort of already <laughs> I sort of already talked about this um this one on one, but when I was seeing, like, the freshmen already, like, even though I, I haven't even committed to the school, I, I'm i not officially going there, but I already, like, found myself comparing myself to these people, and I was just, I was looking through everybody, and I was like, wow, like, she's so pretty, and, like, I wonder what they did, like, what made them stand out, and I was just feeling inferior already in a way and i was just like oh my gosh i'm not even there yet and so i was just like a little bit nervous like how am i going to feel about myself when i'm actually there and it's weird because if anything like i'm on the same i'm on the same level as them like we both got or we all got accepted into the school but it's so weird because i don't view myself like that at all and like last year or even no, this year, I remember when, when we went to LA for, like, the Hollister thing, um, one of our friend's friend was, like, they were in USC, and I remember thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, they're in USC, like, dude, they're so smart, like, what did they do, like, wow, like, congratulations, and so now that I'm in that position, of course, I'm, like, super happy, but I don't, I don't completely view myself as, like, wow, you know? Yeah, yeah, like exactly what Kayla is saying it's I don't know it's so wild that like Kayla and I got in um I can't I like it's really unbelievable because Kayla and I have talked about going mm -hmm. to USC like together for like the longest time and like things worked out perfectly at the end but um it's just crazy because I was looking at that and I was feeling so uncomfortable and nervous I, yes. i'm super nervous because who am i gonna room with like who, like everyone's gonna be so different and i 
will feel like I'm gonna have like imposter syndrome. Like, yes. I'm not. I like I don't belong there. I like I'm playing a role. Yeah. Like I'm just faking it, and then hopefully, like I'll just be comfortable <laughs> in my position. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I know imposter syndrome is so big among mm-hmm. like students, especially now. Imagine if you went to like an Ivy League school. Like oh, I'm gosh. sure that must make it even worse because all these people are so incredibly smart, and it's hard to see yourself as one of those people. But boost yourself up, guys. Yourself up. Have that like. Pretend you just have a huge ego. You're like, yeah, like, I'm just really great. Like, I did this. I am fully capable. And I am equal to all these people. And maybe even better than some of them. Because I'm just that good. After all, you did get accepted. So that's worth a lot. Hype yourself up. Be really um, confident. Which might seem... It's easy to confuse with cockiness. But allow yourself to be confident. Anyways... That's everything for this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We talked a lot about college. Let us know what colleges you got accepted into. Are any of you going to USC, UC Berkeley? <laughs> Want to um, be my roommate? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, well. I know. What if we see you at like Cal State Long Beach or Cal State LA? That'd be kind of cool. Leave it in the comments. I know. Maybe I'll go to Cypress College with Mark. Yeah. Okay. I know. Anyways, guys. Isaac's going to be in like the Bay Area. In London. Hey, there we go. It's going to be taking uh, calls. No, he's going to be in London. Oh, so true. In Paris. I'm gone. What is the warehouse doing? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, something you could do to support us is leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you found this helpful. You could also subscribe on YouTube at Teenager Therapy on all yeah. socials. Hit the like button. Hit the notification bell. Hit the subscribe button. Hit every single button. And uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.